Welcome back to Big Sky Buckets. I'm Big Sky, and today we're going to talk about a little bit of college hoops, uh, specifically one game. I was wrong yesterday when I said there's a slate of them. There's only really one game that I wanted to talk about because it was against one ranked team and a team that is typically ranked in the preseason. And just before I continue, preseason rankings are always so bizarre in any college sport for the most part. I think football does it better. Basketball, it's so much harder to weigh in what teams are actually that good and which ones aren't. I think normally after the top 10, like the 11 to 25 range is always super, super hard to evaluate going into the season. So we're talking Baylor-Auburn today because I think Auburn is typically under Bruce Pearl. Since Bruce Pearl became a coach there, they've been a really good program. They may not be the greatest program ever, but they are consistently ranked throughout the year since he got there. So it's kind of bizarre to see them unranked. And Baylor, who is ranked number 20, and I think, look out, um, I'm not the college expert among my friends or even family for that matter, but this seems like a team that will probably rise. Uh, along with, I think, Auburn will find themselves ranked sooner rather than later. But before we get started... If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing. I would appreciate all the support as I get this thing up and going. Uh, give it a like, comment down below. Let me know what your thoughts are after this episode is done. Maybe go back, check out a couple more episodes and give me your feedback on any of those. All feedback is really appreciative uh, as I'm trying to really better myself and better this experience so that you guys have a better time listening, watching, all that good stuff. If you're an audio-only listener, rate listen and yeah let's get into it um so i'm gonna break this down into like two things like a the game and how good it was and b there's three players really that i want to talk about today but let's talk about the game first this was a great game and i figured it was going to be a really good one even though auburn's unranked like i said i think they will become ranked soon and like like i said before they are just a really good team under bruce pearl and that was almost evident not out of the jump, but like five minutes in, once the starters, once they started changing the rotation for Baylor, Auburn just came in and socked him right in the mouth. And they honestly led for a majority of this game. And what made this a great game too is just the eventual comeback from Baylor. So Auburn lost 82 to 88. Baylor, like an insane comeback, especially near the last five minutes. It was just all world. But this was a this is a great encapsulation of what I was saying yesterday. Now, yesterday's video on Duke Dartmouth is not a great interpretation of like what's so compelling about college basketball. This here is where it's you're on, you're at a neutral site. I believe it was a neutral site to be honest. So yeah, just quick little <laughs> jump. Uh, I did double check. It was at a neutral site, so that's even better because that's a really good indicator of where your teams are at there's no home court advantages going on in a neutral game for your first game that's really hard and it's also very enjoyable in that way of getting to see both of these teams really going at it for 40 minutes but essentially Baylor leads the game at first then the starters come out or the rotation is changing and then Auburn comes in and honestly one of the the player that I want to talk about there's one player from Auburn there's two from Baylor that I want to talk about when we get to that section but essentially the one player from Auburn who's really led the charge 
was a guy by the name of Aiden Holloway. And he looks like their backup point guard because he's kind of smaller, but what he was a shooter. He he was doing incredible stuff. And he's kind of the one that led the swing in the first half. And they just dominated them that first half ever since Aiden Holloway came in the game. And you know, like one of the announcers really knew what they were talking about because the second that he came in the game, like the announcer basically was like, this kid's going to swing things. And I, I'm shocked because he was basically predicting a bunch of stuff. And it was it was honestly really good commentary. But aside from that, the second half they came out and Baylor started putting up a fight, coming back a little bit. But Auburn was able to hold them off. But the two players that helped the comeback and honestly was the reason why they led to begin with um, in the first half is a guy that I didn't know. But it's funny, right before this game started, I was on Twitter, follow a lot of draft accounts. Um, so we're starting mock draft season, <laughs> which is always fun. And someone was talking about this kid, Jacoby Walter, had no idea who he played for at the time. And there was a play like within the first five, four minutes the game where Auburn is playing great defense. They got him it locked down. Shot clock's dropping down from three to two. And this one six five shooting guard just rises up over the defense and just nails this incredible three. And when it's when he's firing it, I go, Well, this is college basketball, it's dirty. He's gonna either airball this or brick the hell out of it. And once it went in, I was like, Oh shit, this kid's good. Like that was my first shot seeing seeing it from um, and then the announcers go and there's Jacoby Walter. And I'm like, Oh, Oh shit. That's him. And from then on, I was just like, all right, I got to see some more. He was phenomenal. Uh, he was, he's so good. And that's kind of one of the reasons I think Baylor, th this, the other guy that we're going to talk about in like one second, Baylor is going to rise because in my opinion, in college basketball, when you have at least one guy who's probably projected lottery or can rise to lottery that will that will take you far it's not the end all be all but it's really good for the regular season uh in a regular college basketball season having one guy who is up there as one of the best easily can win you games like in nba talk they add a couple of wins onto your projected win total just by having them i talked about in projections uh, videos for the standings in the NBA. I talked about wins of just like, if you have this player, they basically will buy you wins for games that are close. Like I talked about in the Hawks, like with Hawks, it's like having Quinn Snyder raises their win total just because he's a better coach than Nate McMillan. Or having LeBron James, just having him will win you games that you should normally not win. Or Nikola Jokic, all that good stuff. This kid's going to win them games. They win them a couple more games than they probably thought initially. Uh, but we're going to talk about that in one second. And then finally, when the turnaround happened, when the comeback happened for Baylor, it was this kid, and I really don't want to... <laughs> feel really bad about this, but he's from Cameroon. He's seven foot and he comes off the bench, which I think will change as time progresses because he was the actual major facility like factor for how they came back. Um, one of the reasons super analytical basketball can sometimes be hard to understand, but plus minus is typically very easy to understand. It's not the end all be all like most stats. There's more to it than that, but a plus minus basically tells you when this player is on the floor, they add they were there for this many points or the other team scored this many points. So the plus is when they're on the court, their team scored points. 
minus is the other team with scoring points. Now, sometimes it can get muddled, but if there is a number in the plus minus that stands out like way high or way low, that is actually a pretty good indicator for that game. For this game, his name is Eves Missy, Messi, Y-V-E-S-M-I-S-S-I. So I'm, I'm just going to call him Missy from now on, but his was the biggest in the entire game. 18 minutes plus 20, which means when Baylor had him on the floor, he basically led to 20 points. They like back and forth doesn't matter. They outscored the other team by 20 points when Missy was on the floor. I heard the commentator comparing him to Clint Capella, and I was like, no, he's seven foot. Clint Capella is 6'10. He's bigger. This is an NBA ready player right now. There's not too much to say, so I might have jumped the gun by talking about him, but let's talk about Aiden Holloway and Jacoby Walter. So I, I'm, this is going to be a really short video uh, episode, so sorry. Uh, I don't really know these teams very well, but I want to talk about these players that really made an impact. The game is really fun. Baylor wins in a comeback. Really strong stuff. But Jacoby Walter is for real. Uh, he will... I. If we're just overreacting to one game, this guy will get a lottery. <laughs> this is the kind of player that I love. Uh, I'd like a little bit more defense out of him, but if we're talking a shooting guard that can shoot the, can, if he can lace it. This is a this is a guy, lanky shooting guard, small forward esque build, very like long wingspan. He's kind of lanky body, but his true shooting percentage, which factors in threes, field goal percentage, and free throws was 80%, which is insane for your first college game. He had 28 points. He was 7 of 13 from the field, 10 of 10 from the free throw line, which is a great indicator of drawing contact and making free throws is incredible. And 4 of 7 from 3, so 55-something percent from 3 for your first college game in a neutral site, incredible stuff. It, it He just... And those shots, too, were not super, like, some of them were easy shots. And it's like, okay, good. He makes them when they're creating easy shots for him. But the more impressive stuff was the really weird jumpers that he was taking super contested and just lacing them from the top of the key. Like, okay, chef's kiss, incredible stuff. Um, huge fan already. <laughs> I, I think he's going, he's going to be, he's shooting guard 6'5". He's going to be great. I'm going to watch more of his games, to be honest, because he seems like my kind of player. On Auburn's side, you had Aiden Holloway, who I talked about a little bit earlier. But essentially for Aiden Holloway, he had 19 points and 6 assists. Now, his percentages were not that great, but let's be honest. In college, percentages typically don't matter that much to me because it's like I talked about yesterday. It's a grimier game. It, it like... These games can get really ugly and dirty, but that's what you love about it because it's more physical. It feels like there's more on the line because it's not an 82-game regular season. It's like 30 games, and then it's uh, March Madness. In March Madness, it's like anything goes. It's just the most insane sporting tournament there is, in my opinion. But what he did, the spark off the bench, and to me, should probably play. I know it seems he's a little undersized, so that probably doesn't help their defense. But for this one, the main thing is when he was on the floor, he provided the offense that they needed. Like, sh his shooting from three, I think he was three of six, but each of those were pretty deep three balls that 
and, and I remember this one time the commentator just goes, he's talking about Aiden, and he's like, yeah, this kid, this kid is for real. And as he takes this deep ball, it's barely left his hand, and the commentator just goes, and yeah, that's good. And like, what, half a second later, just swishes it. I'm like, dude, how the hell did you... <laughs> That's that's pretty deep, man. How how do you know like it was gonna go in like that? But he was incredible. I would I, I don't know this team well enough yet, but I would in I would say that maybe you think about putting him in the starting lineup because that would make your offense much better. Defense might go down a little bit, but it's college basketball, so like team defense is like the main thing here. It's not really one on one like a lot of NBA defense is. And then you you heard what I talked about earlier of Missy. Um, this guy probably should also, you guys should consider starting this guy. He's just so much taller than most of the competition that he'll face in college, uh, it, which is different from the NBA. And it also makes him NBA, like all three of these guys scream NBA players to me. Jacoby Walter will go higher than the other two, but Missy is a guy that most teams will want, especially if he's just ends up being like a second round pick uh bench bench player like i know i know the hawks would love this guy um as a backup center when they move off from clint capella eventually and then for aiden holloway i think a guy who may be undersized at point guard but can shoot it and pass it is also very valuable eventually i think i'm going to do an episode on an epidemic of playmaking in the nba i think there's about 50 percent of the teams don't have a good enough playmaking guard or just playmaking in general for their teams to truly succeed. And I, before I started this podcast, I was actually thinking about doing that. I remember talking with my friend, my friend Matt and Joe about this when I lived together with them. We like, I just thought that this would be a good topic, but I, I waited too long to get this podcast up. But yeah, that's really it. Uh, this one, you know, shorter episode tomorrow will be much longer because NBA comes back after election day they just take off to try and get people to go vote but um there's going to be some good games most of the teams are playing i think really the only two teams that aren't playing today are actually the orlando magic and the atlanta hawks because they have a game in mexico city tomorrow which is super exciting and i can't wait to watch that one um but yeah that's it thank you guys so much for watching listening all that good stuff Please subscribe if you haven't, give it a like, give it a comment, give it a rate, give it a listen, all that good stuff, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.